0: Let's get this party started. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: <laughs> I love how you hit the record button and started smacking your microphone around. <laughs>
0: Playing the drums on the microphone. That's the best shows.
1: Alright, I just got my free energy from my mobile game, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Are you now ready? You're, then you're entertained for the rest of the show. Um. Well, you know, I need energy if I'm going to continue unlocking things.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Here we go. Well. and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, maybe more. My name is Michael, and with me, as always, across the pond, is Marty. Marty, how are you doing today?
0: It's uh, Saturday for me. It's Uh, been a quiet, quiet Saturday. (laughs) Just relaxing and enjoying the weekend and low energy. I, I fell asleep after dinner last night. Only to wake up to go to bed and and keep sleeping, and then I woke up at (laughs) 8 a.m. this morning and was very, um, well, okay, was very, uh, uh, (laughs) you know, rested. Rested is the word I'm looking for.
1: Okay, nice. Um, I actually like had to take a nap yesterday. Uh, It's been starting to warm up over here again. And just for your reference, I always have to Google it because I don't know how to do the math in my head, um, <laughs> but it was 33, It's it was roughly 33 degrees Celsius oof, oof. Um, yesterday, and it's going to be the same again today, if not oof. slightly warmer, and I is, is, work is it also... outside all day.
0: Oh, yeah. Is it also humid? Um, luckily, no.
1: It's okay. not humid over here, but I mean, it's still nice and hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and i work outside all day in the sun helping kids build stuff so
0: um. i mean yeah obviously if you're outside all day it, it, it you know the heat is 33 degrees and not that humid it is it's quite warm um but at least it's not humid because you know we had like only 22 degrees over here um mm-hmm but it is so humid so it feels like you know almost a double or something like that it feels like 40 it's it's uh, it's so warm when it, when it's warm when it's just a little bit warm over here so
1: yeah i had that when i was in japan it was like that as well where the humidity was really bad walk outside and you just feel it in the air it's nasty yes
0: yes what one thing that we discovered um going to to spain southern spain um was that when you actually hang your clothes to dry it actually dries within half an hour (laughs) where up here it takes a few hours
1: it just keeps getting wetter for some reason (laughs) all right so um that that was the weather report the weather report is done so let's jump right into the show and right talk a little bit about what we've kind of been up to this week i guess we could start as usual with stuff that we've kind of been watching yeah uh, i'll let uh, i'll let you go go ahead and start it
0: off okay i've been watching uh probably not a big surprise to people who, who, who are regular <laughs> listeners i watched the new newest uh marvel series uh, i've been watching low-key but completely done still one or two episodes left but uh, oh my god it's so good mike <laughs> it's it's if, if you just if you like the character Loki, then then you would love this. It it is it is Loki and Loki and Loki and Loki. Uh, no, it's it's so good. Um, I can I can really recommend it if if, if you like uh, the character Loki or or um, what's what's his face, the actual actor who plays him, um,
1: Tom Middlesman.
0: Exactly. Um, it, it's really <laughs> really good.
1: Um, I really want to watch it. I just mm-hmm. uh, we were actually going to start it last weekend. I think it was, mm-hmm. but we had some movies that were on streaming services that we kind of had to watch before they went away. Yeah. Um, so we watched those instead. But we'll probably end up binging Loki at some point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I feel like Loki's. It seems to me like Loki's probably one of those you need to to watch to if you want to uh, watch all the uh, or go to the movies and and watch the, the the you know the the proper Marvel movies. It feels like um, that this what However, this might end, i mean i I, I can't figure it out how this will end, um, but it feels like it will have some quite big ramifications for the for the whole Marvel cinematic universe, and it's probably something that is you know setting up um what's going to happen in or what the movies are going to be about so yeah, it, it seems really, really good, really, really enjoying it, loving it.
1: Awesome. Um, I did watch something on uh, Disney Plus though. Oh. Um, besides Loki, um, Selena and I watched Cruella, mm. which is the new take on the origins of Cruella Deville from One Hundred and One Dalmatians, starring yeah. Emma Stone, and I really enjoyed it. Okay. I thought it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was pretty cool. And I know there's like a whole crowd out there of people that are like. We didn't ask for this. Why are all these villains getting origin stories that are uh, irrelevant and things like that? And I will say that I think that this one is not necessarily the origins of the animated version of Cruella, like the original one. It's Mm -hmm. more of like, hey, let's see if we can Well, why do we then need it? Why do (laughs) we then need it? (laughs) Because I think that it's more of kind of starting its, uh, like a reimagining of it. Mm. and um, this is actually done really well I really enjoyed it if you enjoyed things like the Maleficent movies and things like that this one is enjoyable as well just maybe not as like action-packed as Maleficent was like there was actually Mm -hmm. like stuff going on there you know wars and things like that but this one doesn't have a war going on but well it does just not in the same sense of the word but it's a lot (laughs) of fun I really enjoyed it
0: yeah I mean I I quite like the first magnificent movie and I don't remember if I've seen the second one, um, mm-hmm. um, but, but but I actually quite enjoyed the first one. Um, so yeah, so maybe maybe we'll we'll give this one a, a go as well. I, I have actually the thing is that I remember that I saw something about it like ages ago, and I just haven't thought about it. It's not one of those you know top of the mind movies for me. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, we had. I don't think it was initially for us as well, but Selena had. I think we had to buy it or something like that um through disney plus kind of like when mulan came out it was like hey if you have access to disney plus then you pay like 30 bucks and you get the movie right now and you don't have to wait for it to be readily available uh, hmm. so she did it for her mom because her mom wanted to watch it and then we're like hey well we have access to it might as well watch it so we watched it we enjoyed it it wasn't a waste of time
0: <laughs> good 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 yeah, I mean, I think, what was it, there was something else that I saw you could buy access to before release, and I don't remember what it was, and I was like, I yeah, know I'm fine with waiting until it's actually mm-hmm. out. Uh, um, oh, yeah, it was Rea, Re- Reina? Oh, Rea, and the, Rhea. And the, the dragon and,
1: one, right? And the
0: last then? dragon, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that?
1: I have not, it looked okay. intriguing, though, it looked intriguing. It's,
0: it's, it's pretty good, it's pretty good, I mean, it, it is definitely, you know, a Disney movie for, for kids. Uh, um... And and but but no, we really enjoyed it as well. Um, really, really, no, it's it's good. So I would definitely recommend you checking that out as well.
1: All right, cool, cool. cool. Um, this next thing on your list, I don't know if that's a game or a movie <laughs> or something else.
0: Oh, that is a game.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then I guess I'll talk a little bit about <laughs> things that I've been watching. Um, on the other side of things. Um, similar-ish in terms of it's streaming and I only had a limited time to watch it. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, the newest uh, Conjuring movie, which I guess would kind of be The Conjuring 3 um, because it is the main lane of bleh, 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 the main line of movies. It's enjoyable. Um... It wasn't necessarily scary compared to, like, how I felt about the original Conjuring and The Conjuring 2. Um, This one feels more of, like like, a mystery movie, almost, rather than a horror movie. It's more of, like, mystery with horror thrown in, because they're trying to figure things out about what's going on throughout the entirety of it, and then, of course, you have, like, those horror elements, but... I, I don't know like it's an okay movie like it's not horrible mm. or anything like that but it just doesn't hold a spot at least right now compared to the other ones that I've watched
0: no was it you would really enjoyed the other country movies and where you told something about that's like actually you know a Thread, thread through all the whole, and it, it's a really good series? Or is that something yes. else that I'm thinking about?
1: Um, so that, there is, like, there's the Conjuring universe type mm. deal, and all of the stories are pulled from, like, Ed and Lorraine Warren, uh, the actual like, demonologists, like, their stories, and obviously it's embellished and uh, added stuff to it for visual purposes and for entertainment purposes, but... All of them are within a timeline of things, and there are movies like The Nun, which I think is um, not necessarily... Run, run! Yes, cars in the background making all <laughs> kinds of noise. Um, but a movie like The Nun is in the Conjuring universe, but it's not necessarily taken from the stories of Ed and Lorraine. It's more mm-hmm. of like, hey, we created this figure within there, now let's kind of add more to it. So there is yeah. that aspect to it.
0: Is there, Is Annabelle also Annabelle's part of part this? of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, then it's this. Then it's what I'm thinking about. The thing is, I've never watched any of these movies in oh. any The Conjuring or Annabelle or any of those. I've actually never because there was a fairly large period where I didn't really watch uh, horror movies or scary movies at all. So mm-hmm. uh, I probably missed out on on some good new new classics. Um, I think so. Like
1: they're they're obviously if you look at forums and things like that, you always have those people that are. I, sw- I don't know why some people watch horror movies anymore because people are always constantly like it seems like they go in there <laughs> I wasn't scared one bit the movie was garbage and blah 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 I'm like, well then I think that you're not into horror movies um, because they'll go off on other movies and I'm like okay those movies are okay but they're not necessarily scary nowadays no like,
0: I-, I also just think that you know as you get older it- it's-, it's just at least for me I feel feel like it- it's-, it's getting more and more d- Uh, difficult to find those really proper horror scary movies for me um
1: our brains are so cynical that's why is that like especially if like um one of the reasons i think i spoke about this before but one of the reasons why movies like the conjuring and the exorcist and the exorcism of emily rose why they kind of get to me more than other movies like slashers don't really scare me although i like watching them Mm. um these ones frighten me because they are based a bit more in like religion and like demons and things like that and while I am not religious I do not completely dismiss the idea of there being these type of things in the world because we don't know 100% right like um, there is that small possibility even if I don't believe it so it's like (laughs) hey this could theoretically possibly really happen and we just don't know the true facts of it, and if that is the case, then holy crap, we are screwed. <laughs> so it's just like that—that uh, that kind of bit gets to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't really know what gets to me too much these days. I mean, sure, when in the moment when I'm, I think. In, in the moment when I'm watching them, obvious, obviously I can get scared if there's a jump scare that I didn't predict or uh, if there's just a very, you know, suspense feeling all the way through. Obviously that kind of stuff still gets to me, but when I'm done watching it, then I'm done watching it and I'm, then I'm perfectly fine where I think when I was younger i was definitely like all right yep nope should not have watched this at this late hour um i need to do something else before i go to bed
1: <laughs> i've done that i've put on this the old spongebob after watching things <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah actually one thing that i have been watching that isn't probably not um super scary but it's it's hilarious in my opinion it's the new season of rick and morty just started three episodes are out uh, out, um and they're just going they're just going strong (laughs) holy crap it's 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 so good i i love that 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 series i mean
1: i think i've only watched the first three seasons because i think at Mm. the time season four wasn't streaming yet And I'm the kind of person where if I take a break from something, uh, most likely it's going to be a long break before I get back to it. No matter how good it is.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I'm just really, really enjoying enjoying it so far. It was like pure, you know, coincidence coincidence um, Mm -hmm. that I that I noticed that oh, they're back. Uh, let, let's let's go watching, and that's always nice when you discover stuff like that because then you can watch all all the episodes that are. But then you're also like, oh my god, now I need to wait a week.
1: <laughs> hate it, hate it. And that's why we wait, folks, like mm. me.
0: No. <laughs> I cannot wait.
1: All right. Um, the last thing that I've kind of been watching. Is SGDQ 2021, which is Summer Games Done Quick on Twitch. Um, it is a speedrunning event. It happens annually. Technically, there are two of them. There's Summer Games Done Quick, and there's Awesome Games Done Quick in the um, winter. Each one is a week-long event that goes 24/7, and it is constantly raising money for charity. Um, during the winter, the, it raises money for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. And all of the proceeds go to that. And during the summer, it goes to MSF, which is Doctors Without Borders, uh, which is a great cause. It's a group of individuals that provide uh, medical aid to anywhere and everywhere. And anyone, regardless of like religious, political, um, even if it's a war-torn country, regardless of what side of the fence that they are fighting on they provide medical aid to anyone who needs it in that area so it's a great event for just that one purpose of raising money for such a good cause but it's also a huge event where speedrunners from across the internet gather together and they just kind of demonstrate their skills in games uh, some that we know some that we don't know and they show Mm. how broken some of these games are (laughs) <laughs> and other games that maybe aren't as broken, they show just simply how good somebody can get at a video game, and just be like on point with precision, and all kinds of good stuff like that. Yesterday, I watched over an hour of a rhythm-based game. It was called My My M A I M A I Finale, and it was absolutely ridiculous. If you've ever walked into, like, an arcade or something and seen somebody, like, going crazy on the Dance Dance Revolution machine or something like that, it was kind of like this but the, it's like, seven or eight buttons and it has a touch screen in the middle and he's tapping the buttons while using the touch screen and his hands are going crazy. Um, it was truly a sight to behold. And, of course, I love seeing classic games that I grew up with getting absolutely destroyed. Like, you ever had trouble playing donkey kong country or any mario game or sonic the hedgehog or something like that watching these people just completely wreck the game in crazy fashion is absolutely (laughs) amazing so if you've never checked it out i always suggest tuning into the event and um, you'll be able to catch all of the vods from this current one on youtube i think they're pretty much available right now um in terms of when we are recording this and when you are hearing this, because Monday, the event will be over.
0: Oh, no. Um, I'm... It, this is something that I never really delved into. It's something that I never really fully understood, I, built, I think uh, is probably the case. Um, but... One thing that I did watch uh, not that long ago in, in, in this vein is actually... Um, I watched someone playing Subnautica, mm-hmm. going going for you know world, world you know a fast fastest time, and, and what was really interesting was that he was actually explaining what he was doing while he was doing it. Yes, and, and that that actually gave it an extra dimension, and where I actually got you know oh now I'm actually sort of interested, not because I I'm, I was wasn't going to to you know go go do it on my on my own or anything because I already completed the game in 50 hours at that point and i was like yeah that's enough i'm done with the game um and now this dude is doing it like in 40 something minutes and i was like what how, how the hell um and yeah let's just say that the original subnautica is extremely broken <laughs>
1: yeah yeah uh some of the issues that i think a lot of people have is if you go to a speedrunner's channel there's often times where they'll start and there'll be a lot of resetting and they won't really be explaining much because that's their normal thing, right? They do it on a daily basis. Mm. But when you are watching the Games Done Quick events, they usually have a couch. Now, whether that's in-person couch with like people sitting on it behind them as they play, or in this sense, it's all virtual still. So you mm. might just have people on the uh, microphones, and they are explaining what the individual is trying to do and how they're going to go about doing it, or the runner mm-hmm. themselves are doing it. And... Mm. They're kind of giving you a 101 on like, hey, this is what's going on right now. They're going to try to clip through this wall so that they can skip this section. And that's pretty cool um, mm. to actually kind of get that behind-the-scenes um, information.
0: Yeah. It was so crazy just watching this dude as well doing something because at some point he uh, had like an item that could float up to, to the to the surface and, and he clipped it through a wall, went about doing whatever things he needed to found his own way up to the surface and when he was up at the first surface because he could he could he could use a teleport or something and when he arrived he just ran out and that's the exact same point but a thing that he needed was floating upwards and he could just grab it and move on and and do whatever he needs and i'm just like holy shit how how long has it taken for you to figure you know things like this out it must it's (laughs) it's crazy
1: yeah um i still to this day don't know how people find certain things and it's just (laughs) like you watch it and you're like how the hell did you discover this and learn to navigate that space
0: yeah it's crazy
1: yeah it's a great event check it out um but for now let's kind of move on to some gaming stuff
0: oh yeah i've been gaming have you been gaming
1: i actually have yes
0: oh awesome let's talk about it then well or maybe just let's just go home uh, turn no, off the mic. I,
1: I think we talk about it a little okay, bit. Okay, okay, uh, let's talk. Uh, would you like to go first, or would you like <laughs> sure. me to start
0: off? No. Yeah, I can start off really quick with a game called Solasta, Crown of the Magister. Um, if you like Dungeons & Dragons, um, it feels I feel like that's what we talk about most in this pop- podcast these days. So it's probably not a surprise that I mm-hmm. like Dungeons & Dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like Dungeons & Dragons, then you would probably like this game. Um, it is, to my knowledge, based on five, the 5th edition. Um I spent so much time because you start up by creating your party. Mm-hmm. Or you can pre- uh, select some pre uh, already pre created characters, or you can create your own ones. And obviously, the nerd that I am, I created my own ones. And I think I spent one one hour or one and a half hour just creating my my, my, my first uh, my my first four characters, the the party that I wanted to 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 move out with. And uh, and yeah, uh, so that was quite entertaining already at that point and i was like yeah if, if, if the game continues like this then uh, i will be entertained and uh, yeah i was um i have read a few reviews that you know the the, the story is not super super great um but um the the small interactions between the party members is, is quite funny sometimes also you know Ranging from hilarious to just straight up stupid, um, but <laughs> but so so far I'm just really really enjoying it. Um, it 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 even it it it's it also you know it's it's just a good help as well just to you know understand some of the you know different spell rules and stuff like that because you they pretty much directly translate into to. To fifth edition, uh, the the tabletop version. So so yeah, really really been been enjoying that. Haven't played it super much. One i need to need to jump back in and, and do some more in it. But I, I can if you like dnd i can recommend it.
1: Is this the one where it starts off with like uh, the group of people that you have or something? They're talking by a fireplace or something in a yes. tavern. Oh okay. yes. So yes. I've seen like a bit of it on Twitch or YouTube, like people that were starting it and mm-hmm. i'll be honest it was that beginning part of people creating their characters and i was just like yeah no no <laughs> i i can't stand like there was a i think it was like an hour or so video of the game and i was like okay this person's creating a character so let me try to skip forward to the point where they start the game okay. and the whole video was just the character creation and i okay. can't do that like i'm not that type of person i hate creating characters for
0: that Okay, long. i mean there there are so you know already pre-made characters so you, if you want a, a, a ranger you just pick the ranger and if you want a fighter you just pick the fighter and then just get over with it too fast um so there's that option for those types of people like you mike personally that's the that's the, one of the things that i love the most um uh, you should see my D and D beyond i have uh you know the subscription so i can make unlimited characters i have so many yeah. characters in there so um so yeah um i i just really really enjoy that part
1: i'm fairly basic when it comes to like character creation as in i like picking more of like the archetype characters and then kind of fleshing it out as i go Mm. rather than um i always feel at least for me it's it's very difficult to really put a lot like to create a character from scratch and then kind of like flesh that out completely like i just don't have like i guess that storytelling mindset of being Mm. able to like really um embody it and embrace it and then also create all the little portions of it that make it work properly Um, yeah that's why that's why people get paid to do that type of stuff
0: (laughs) yeah I, i really really love that type of stuff and and i'm pretty sure that i mean he hasn't seen it yet but one of the characters in our D game um will make a return soon and i have made a document for tom with what have you what have he been up to which is part you know uh, i've actually written a small story sort of type deal uh, and part also just notes for him and um, it's it's just uh, yeah I, I love it I, I, I go a little bit cra- too too crazy sometimes with this type of stuff so <laughs> well, it's
1: all good, all,
0: good.
1: <laughs> all right well a game that i jumped into again recently and i finally finished it i finally finished the campaign Ooh. um i finished the campaign of wolson how jumped is it in. it it is awesome um i love it like the characters in that game are pretty cool. I think we both agreed on that when we played it. Like, mm. the storytelling was pretty good. Um, I like the voice acting in the game. And the ending was pretty climactic, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, okay. The only issue that I had with the ending was that it leads you into kind of um, like the post game situation. Because mm. there's more story to be told after. Um, and I don't know if it was with the base game that that was the end end hmm. and then later on they added this bit or if it was always intended that way yeah. um but it's still pretty interesting okay. and i went ahead and dove in and just kind of wrapped it up i did not have to do any crazy um talent switch or point switch or anything like that in order no. to make it work i did actually have to look up a video just to look up the strat because I tried it a couple times and I felt like I wasn't quite understanding how to finish the last fight mm. um, and I was very nervous because we both had that issue with I think the second major boss where we were just like this fight is insane like yeah. why, how are we supposed to do it and I was able to get past it and I think you were still having some issues and that's kind of when you stopped but I didn't have that big of an issue once I saw the strat it took me just a couple more times and I was able to down the boss and it was a great time. I actually rerolled a character on an online server with the modern um, patch, which is Blood Trail Two, with the intent of getting it to max level and delving into post game.
0: Yeah, right now I don't really have a burning uh, uh, what's it called like a desire, desire, burning desire to return to the game. I think I I, I gave it. I tried it over two to play through it over two times, um, mm-hmm. and just I don't know. On on one hand, I'm quite enjoying what they uh, what they've done with the world and the storytelling, but on the other hand, I'm, that's also just something that is just you know pushing me away from it, and then I'm not completely sure what it is. Um, so, um, but I'm happy to hear that that you saw the, fi- the 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 full story and then that you enjoyed it um, personally. I think when it comes to to ARPGs, I think. At the moment, I'm just sitting and waiting for Diablo 2, the, the remastered yes. version, to come out and uh, uh, delve into that. Finally, hopefully, finish the story, because I haven't, I've never fully finished it, um, and, and hopefully maybe, you know, play with bit with you, with, maybe with my girlfriend, uh, um, stuff like that. But that, that could be, that would be fun.
1: Yeah, I am looking forward to Diablo 2 as well, and of course, Diablo 4. So hopefully it's Diablo 2 mm-hmm. this year, Diablo 4 next year. That'd be pretty awesome.
0: Oh, Yes um i've played something a little bit uh, faster paced mm-hmm. um need for speed heat um which is I've, I've, I've been looking for a driving game for a while and and mm-hmm. you know I, I i had need for speed as one of those that i played when i was younger and i really really enjoyed um i think the one that i enjoyed the most was hot pursuit the first one mm-hmm. um where you can where you're being chased by the police while you're racing or you can also play as the police Um, Need for Speed and then I tried one of the other ones a few of the other ones that really really, never really captivated me that much but Need for Speed Heat actually did Uh, I've been playing this for quite a while I don't even know how many hours probably 20 hours or something like that Uh, um, really 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 enjoying it Um, your starter car Mm -hmm. was so much fun to drive around because you could actually fairly easily drift with it and stuff like that and and uh you you it it does have that you know you you need to uh, upgrade your car as you go go along and and it it split up in sort of like two stages so a a day you have like the daytime that's Mm -hmm. when you this is where the story becomes a little bit silly but you know (laughs) it's a need for speed game so that's how it is um that uh you know um they, this city has a, has a few racing tracks that nobody's using anymore because it became the norm to have races in the streets during the day, uh, like proper races where you know it, it's it's um, with with barriers and stuff like that. And and then that's that's what you do during the day. Everyone is doing it, so it, it's fine. Um, and that's how you earn money. Then, uh, during the nighttime, uh, that's when all the unofficial races are, are going down, and that's where you earn another currency uh, reputation that's where your own okay. reputation yeah um and that's that's the the races that the police doesn't like so you know um then you get heat so there's heat levels uh heat level one it's fairly easy Heat level two gets a bit more difficult than you know grand theft auto style the more yeah. heat you have on you the more difficult it is um and so yeah so i mean story-wise yeah, it's a little bit silly, um, but it's a Need for Speed game. That's you know sort of what they need to do. But really, really enjoying it. And I, I, I think the l- latest car that I got was a po- uh, Porsche. Porsche, I think. Porsche. Porsche. Yeah. Is that how you say it in English? Sounds so much better in Danish. Porsche. <laughs> Porsche. Uh, anyway, I, I got one of those and just pipped it up with, with all the good gear and stuff like that. And it's not as good uh, with drifting, but you know you can always do the good old handbrake turn. Um, <laughs> So, so i no, really, really been enjoying it. The, the controls I find are really, really good because a lot of the time I'm, I'm having the, a lot of the time what turns me off is the controls if, if they're yeah. not, you know that well or the cars are just you know difficult to too difficult to mm-hmm. to to control and and I, I do feel like this at least for me strikes that perfect balance where um, if if you do play just. If you, if you play bad, then, you know, uh, uh, obviously you will have a bad time, but controlling the car and getting it under control is, you know, fairly easy. Not fairly easy, but manageable. Fairly manageable. Mm. Um, so, really, really enjoying it. Can recommend.
1: So, my biggest question for this game is, is it where you are driving around a large map, finding races and things like that, or is it more of, like hey here's like your next mission.
0: go on it. Mm. you do drive around uh, on the map um they have that I think that's one of the things um that that I have as well sure there is a fast uh, travel points okay but I do feel like sometimes there's a lot of the fast travel points in the city areas, but as long as you go outside the city. Uh, then it, it's getting a little bit more scarce and that's basically where you, where, where you want them because I'm really you know oh, now I need to drive over there again um, mm-hmm. That that's the only thing so yeah that's the downside to it but there's a lot of you know small fun things you can do as well like uh, there's like a, uh, when you're just driving around there's like sp- a, a speed cameras mm-hmm. um, where you can one two and three star them depending on you know how fast you drive and stuff like that so I mean there are small mini games like that if, if you're into that type of stuff but yeah, I mean, I think... I, I would like that there was a, a, a bit more fast travels available so you could just jump to to the different uh, different uh, uh, races because, you know, that that's how the game is built up. You need to mm-hmm. earn money so you can upgrade your car and, you know so you need to do that constantly and then you unlock a new car and then you know uh then you need to buy those uh, upgrades again so you do need to drive a lot of races to make money and it, it is getting a little bit tedious to have to drive to the same races over and over again um so yeah uh, it, it would be nice that if if that you know maybe you could unlock the different races by you know beat beating the races in like a particular time or something like that that I think that could have been cool, uh, just to you know. Okay, now I can just fast travel to it because I need to do this every day from now on and until I beat the game anyway, uh, or something like that. Um, but uh, but no, I just wanted to drive a car, so I was quite happy to you know uh, uh, to, to to yeah just drive a car.
1: <laughs> yeah, when it when it comes to these games, I am much like uh, for Hot Pursuit. Like when they did the Hot Pursuit Remaster it was more of like hey here's the map and you just kind of click the race that you're gonna do and then you go to the next race i like that style like more of like i guess the arcade style feeling of it rather than um now you're in an open world and i get it like you can do all these other things and there's little mini things that pop up but for me that's not really what i want i kind of would much rather just like get to from race to race
0: yeah yeah absolutely um, but no. But overall, uh, this is probably one of the few Need for Speed type games in newer time that I've been happy with. So All I'm right. I'm enjoying it.
1: All right. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, a game that I've been enjoying is a game that I got a while back from our good friend Dusty. Uh, he gifted me this game quite a few years ago. Uh, and I gave it a little bit of a shake that first time. And I liked it, but I didn't give it enough time. So it got wrapped up in other things. But it's, co- it's a game called Wargroove. And Wargroove is a, I guess it would be like a tactics-based game, Um, similar in the veins to, actually very similar to games like Advance Wars and Advance Wars 2 from the Game Boy Advance era, and games like Fire Emblem and things like that, where you have an army to command and you're sending it around the map in order to destroy the other army, to capture Um, buildings and things like that Um, it is fairly difficult from what I've uh, gathered so far in the early stages
0: it looks like Zelda
1: um, it is not like (laughs) Zelda at all Um, but it is a lot of fun Like I love strategy games and things like that Um, Mm. and this one is on the surface it's very easy to understand it has like a rock-paper-scissors type um, unit matchup, so you might be in the situation where you have swordsmen are better against spearmen, but spearmen are better against knights because obviously like they can hmm. have the distance against the horses, but knights will completely destroy um, swordsmen, and there's that dynamic. But of course, on the larger scale, because there's more units than that. Um, But it's a lot of fun. It has a nice little art style to it. Uh, There isn't too much in the way of, like, voice acting and things like that. It is more of, like, there's a lot of text and your characters will occasionally be like, Yaha! And then it has, like, the words coming after it. Um, Things like that. But Hmm. I'm really enjoying Wargroove. uh, And if you like tactics-based... games, then definitely give it a go, especially if you're a fan of Advance Wars, um Final Fantasy tactics and things like that. Go ahead and give this one a go.
0: Okay. Maybe I will.
1: Yeah, um, you might be interested in it too, since you do, mm-hmm. you're like an XCOM fan and things yep. like that, so it might interest you.
0: Yeah, I mean I just looked at it and, and I mean this is one of those games where you know if you just if you just went and looked at it I would be, yeah I probably won't pick this up. Um but um uh, but you know maybe maybe watching someone playing or you telling me about it, it actually you know does does increase the 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 curiosity a little bit
1: yeah maybe sometime i can jump on discord or something and stream a little bit of it for you so you can kind of take a look yeah. and see if it's in the vein of something you might be interested in
0: yeah cool. i mean that that is basically how i uh, discovered rimworld Mm-hmm. because again it's one of those games by the looks of it i'm like yeah no it doesn't look like something for me but then i saw one of my friends actually play it and i was like oh this actually looks looks interesting and fun to me and then i actually jumped into it and spent like 50 hours in it so <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah all right i'm, I'm, I'm a pixel snob
1: <laughs> all right uh cards on your end now hmm. um <laughs> So, I see that both of us have this next one on our list. And yes. I think... Um, let's just dive right into it. Uh, World okay. of Warcraft, patch 9.1 came out. Um, mm-hmm. Both the patch came out and the new raid came out. Yeah. Um, within the time of our last episode. And um, I can see immediately your response there. So, what's <laughs> going on? What's going on with you, patch 9.1? I mean
0: as i think we're probably coming from two different places because i came from a place where i was like i don't really know what i want to do in world of warcraft but for some reason i resubbed to it mm-hmm. um and i was like let's um let's go to the horde side, so let's go to my to my old guild uh, i just want to see how they're doing um so i leveled the character from 50 to 60 um, because I already had a, a level fifty priest over there, so I, I level my priest, uh, and then you know, looking at all the catch up mechanics, that's pretty cool. Cannot complain there. Um, the only thing is uh, is obviously you know the 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 uh, the legendary crafting thing is still oh, there. I don't really want to do it, um, but but everything else is actually pretty good. Um, but then. Um, a lot, a lot of the, the the things that you need to do is uh, based in the moor mm-hmm. uh, and there's now a, an extra zone added to the moor um, and because everything is now taking place in the moor everything got bumped up a little bit, the mobs a little bit more difficult because obviously players have been playing the game for a while, Um, but as someone who is returning to the moor, who is not that well geared because he's freshly dinged, it's really horrible. Mm-hmm. It's really, really horrible, and I'm not talking about Korthia the new area. I'm, I'm talking like of, about that the base original, area. Yeah. The base area. It, it's so horrible getting in there and, and just wanting, just wanting to get your, you know, your, your your weeklies and dailies get done so you can move on. Something that you know, I've, since I'm. I mean I'm probably a little bit different here as well because I already have done all this stuff a lot on other characters but now it's just it's just so oh, it, it's it's not that interesting to get through um the storyline I have no clue what the hell is going on I've 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 seen the different um cutscenes like in game and I've seen the raid ones out outside of game and i'm I'm so like baffled. I I I don't know what the what the what, and I, I'm not alone. Apparently, um, I have no clue what's going on, uh, why this is happening, and yeah, <laughs> <All> <laughs> I'm right. not impressed. I'm not impressed. I also have a, another comment, but let's save that for a little bit uh, uh, in, in a second. Um, let's see what you what, what you're up to. All
1: right. Uh, so initial patch launch, I played quite a bit, uh, and I got through the main intro story bits. Right, and it's accompanied by a pretty cool in-game cinematic with um spoilers sylvanas and tirande and i thought that was pretty cool hmm. like their little fight in game and things like that um, and this is uh, kind of a theme here is that stuff happened during that fight and it raises questions um that aren't answered at any point right after that um I like the new zone, Korthia, um yeah. for the most part. Like, I think it's really cool. Even though it is a part of the mall, uh, it is, like, a completely different type of area compared to the one that we've been exploring, which is awesome. There are people there, obviously. So having more people doing things in the game makes things more interesting, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Now, where I start to get bogged down a bit is I'm getting different type of resources from different areas mm. and I'm like okay I I get that I need all this stuff but I'm like what should I be targeting uh, the game doesn't I, really do a good job on that
0: one thing I opened a, a random chest or something and there was like seven different items in there. I was like oh my god this is so awesome but what is this stuff and what do I need it for
1: yeah <laughs> uh, I like, think that seems to be an issue is that like uh, we still have soul ash from before Mm-hmm. Um, there's still Stygia that's being dropped. Mm-hmm. Then we have Soul Cinders that are now added. Mm-hmm. We have Cataloged Research that is in mm-hmm. there. Um, I'm pretty sure. Oh, there's something else that I'm getting for a quest that doesn't appear very often. Um, and then I think there's another one that I'm. And that's
0: the anima as well, the normal anima. Anima, yeah. yeah there's yeah, still yeah. anima
1: stuff going on. So and, it's like all these different resources, and there's no like just quick in game reference to be like, hey, mm-hmm. like catalog research equals upgrade for a gear and i haven't even gotten to the raid gear stuff because there is raid gear that is separate from the corthia gear that Mm. you get in corthia so there's like corthia specific gear that you can upgrade and then there's sanctum of domination gear which i'm going to talk a little bit about here in a bit um which is the raid and you can get raid gear from there and i think like i i think i know what i'm doing with it all like I think, obviously, Korthia gear is upgraded through catalog research, which you get in Korthia, While Sanctum of Domination gear is, um, I want to say, actually, I don't even know. Um, it might just kind of drop, and that's it. I hope, because then, but then there's still legendaries that you have to get with the Soul Cinders and Soul Ash from Tourgast
0: and what I think is so annoying is like in the majority of all these new currencies is stuff that goes into your bloody bag and I'm like if that's one thing the players have never had enough of then it's backspace and now you're adding even more currency to the the bag instead of just why do you why do we even have a currency tab these days if stuff doesn't go into (laughs) it Um, it's it's I don't know what they're thinking it's it's so it's so weird
1: yeah it just seems like there's a little bit too much like it's just a bit overwhelming like I, I get it like we have to like you want to separate things right like oh you can have this type of gear but you'll need x resource for that like you don't just want one resource <laughs> to rule it all because then it's just like oh I'm not really feeling like it's just if everything was gold then all you'd be focused on is gold right and people would be like oh yeah. more gold more gold more gold
0: it's not it's not that long ago like two or three expansions ago where the, they said that you know what we have too many currencies we want to streamline everything <laughs> and and they did that and you know and, and now three expansions later we have so many freaking currencies some some actually currencies that goes into the currency tab others are just you know stuff that goes into your bag and it's just one big mess yeah. it's it's so weird but another thing is also this, that it sort of like feels like we we know now what to get in a something point one patch it mm-hmm. feels like there's not a lot of surprise anymore I mean we, we get a new bland mass we get a new raid and we, and we get a new uh, uh, you know mega dungeon
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, because that's how it's been like the past past few expansions so it's also sort of like I remember I remember back you know when you were looking at the patch notes for the new patch and be like oh there's brand new stuff in here, stuff that we haven't seen before, and and Blizzard actually experimenting and trying out new stuff. It feel, feels feels like a lot these days that it's just it's become formula, that you know we we release, then we have patch and uh, um, you know point one. Mm-hmm. 0.15, 0.2, and then maybe if we're lucky and they haven't effed up, you know, the whole uh, development cycle, then we might actually get the last 0.3 patch as well, and then we'll move on, or else we'll move on for 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 the new expansion from there. So I don't know. I, I think my love for World of Warcraft has just have just been dwindling a lot lately. Um, um, even though that you know we went into, into uh, Shadowlands, you know, really really strong, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it just it just became the same all, same all, really, really quickly.
1: Yeah, you see, I don't think that I have that issue as much, mainly mm. because I have not been playing the game for fifteen years. No. Um, now. Maybe I that's my the... issue. <laughs> <I> played <laughs> it too much. Because I, I think like I'm seeing that with a lot of people that have played since like vanilla or BC or things like that is that like it is feeling very samey like. Mm where you're used to the rigor morale of what to expect and technically like I'm used to it too because this is not like it's Legion feels like a long time ago now like when I first came in like Legion was launching so like I've been through Legion I've been through BFA and now we're here and I'm starting to see the cycle as well like a bit more clearly and Mm. I get it and I might feel a little bit samey on certain things too um, but I'm not quite at the point where no Um, I'm like, oh yeah, I think I'm done. Like, I think Mm -hmm. like it's waning. But at the same time, I also don't play World of Warcraft right now, at least to the extent that I did like in Legion, where I was Mm -hmm. in game all the time. Like, I'm not in game all the time now.
0: Um, i also i also feel like and, and that has that's something that has nothing to do with the game but i'm i'm missing that group of people to play with you know that uh, group of people that actually you know are, are looking forward to to lock into and talk to and play with it and, and you mm-hmm. know enjoy the company of i don't have that group right now and i've definitely you know found out that that is a large reason as well why i i love to play world of warcraft because you know it was like hanging out with your friends Mm -hmm. Uh, constantly and and i just don't have that either and at the moment so so that's definitely you know it's not just the game alone um but uh but yeah i don't know
1: i i have that group at least one day of the week um Mm -hmm. i can have it more days of the week okay this is not like a a fault of the (laughs) guild this is more of like a me thing where if i reach out like every time i've tried to reach out usually people respond yeah. Like if they want to do stuff, like so, it's not on the guild. It's usually just me, where I'm just like, you know what, I'm just gonna go in, do my solo thing, and then meet up with the group on raid night, and we'll yeah. hang out there. And I am perfectly fine with that for the most part, um, yeah. Because the raid's a lot of fun. I'm my, enjoying my, the raid so far.
0: The the guild that I was in in the beginning of Shadowlands actually asked me if I ever coming back for this tier, and I was like, you know what, no, I'm not really feeling it. Uh, I'm not really feeling where the of these days. So don't count on me. And and then the raid leader was like, yeah, well, you know. You you played really well in the last year. We would miss you and and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? It's you you guys did nothing to keep me around. Though you, you did you you did your outside of raiding. That was nothing. No, that was you know you had your own small groups where you did mythic Blast and stuff like that. And once in a while, I I got some scraps when you know that's how it felt at least when when you were missing a person or or you were done doing doing your thing and and you're just doing something on an alt or something like that i'm like you did nothing to try and keep me around uh so so you know i'm not really i'm not really feeling bad about leaving you guys so (laughs) it it's yeah our, it's our group
1: Our group kind of has where there are like I think there's at least there's at least one group that is consistent with like they kind of do their mythic stuff together. Mm. Um, but it's not that kind of an issue with our guild because a lot of our guild is a bit on the older side um, and has families and things like that right now and does other things outside of game. So like mm. that group is just like kind of the core group of people that would normally be playing all the time anyway. Yeah. So it's logical that they're going in there, but they've also reached out and been like, hey, like, we have, like, if you want to do something on a different day, like, we do our thing on this day. Mm-hmm. Like, but if you want to do something on like Saturday or something, like mm. let a, like reach out in the Discord or something, and we could try to get something going to help help out others as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: and there was just nothing about like that in our in our guild. I mean, I, I've tried to, to, to you know try and make a group outside of you know what they were doing, uh, but obviously you know they do stuff all the time, and they all you know. So it's just difficult to then plan around it because you know that's that's usually when I also want to do stuff when they're doing stuff. Uh, yeah. So and. I I can just see my old raiding guild that I'm now, you know, back with now. Not that I'm raiding with them. I'm just in the guild and just, you know, having a look at what's going on. Um, they're actually very much like, Hey, uh, I need to do, uh, uh, you know, a plus 11, whatever. Who's up for that? And then immediately someone is responding and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is, you know, this is that this would be great. This would be great to have. I'm just not geared at the moment, but you know, <laughs> hopefully I, c- I can jump in and just be like, Hey, I'll join in on, on that at some point because that would just, you know, that would be nice just to. Yeah. I've been doing Mythic Plus on my own for, for too long. It's not fun, man. <laughs>
1: and I just don't. I just don't do much Mythic Plus, period, because I don't want to do it on my own. I sit mm. there sometimes after I push I on my keyboard, and I'm just kind of staring at it, and <laughs> because I I'm not the most confident player.
0: No, no, no. I understand and, it. I understand yeah, it. And and, and that's I,
1: even for things that I know that I'll probably be perfect. I could do a plus five like easily, mm. and to, to I still be- don't do it.
0: to be honest to be honest I I, when I do I want to do Mythic Plus as a healer because I really enjoy I've always enjoyed healing but I'm not going in as a healer when i'm doing mythic class with randoms because it's simply it's simply too much you know pressure on one person and people and i just obviously also seen all the the horror stories for people people have been like you know i don't know that's that's one of those uh affixes that reduces the healing taken and then the healer got kicked because he didn't heal enough and it's just like but i can't because you keep getting your bloody and stuff like that i mean obviously it's not all groups that are like that but but I have to admit, I've i I, I, I experienced stuff like that on my own as well. So when I go in, I go in as a DPS. Uh, I just keep quiet, DPS what I'm supposed to do, and then mm-hmm. I just leave again. And so you know, sure it, it gets the it gets it gets uh, the job done done, but it's not necessarily you know the most fun way to play.
1: Yeah, um, I guess um, I'll finish up with some raid stuff. Uh, the mm-hmm. raid is a lot of fun. Okay. Um, it is in Turgast. Uh, the first boss, there's like, you could pick up some orbs that give you anima powers, like in Torgas itself, Hmm. and you can do that to skirt some of the abilities that the boss can do. Uh, Like, the boss does a giant AoE fear, and you can pick up an orb that will negate that AoE fear for at least you. And you need at least a few people to be able to do that, because if you don't, then something bad will happen. so it's a cool little concept, and it can alter the way that the boss is actually fought in a bit, depending on what powers people choose. Uh, so that's pretty interesting to actually have happen. We are just doing normal mode, and we down the first five bosses within like we do nice. a three hour. We do a three hour raid. One. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> three someone hour bit, raid once so, a week. Someone woke up. <laughs> uh, Kitty wants to raid. No. Um, <laughs> so we only do three hours one day a week and that's perfectly fine our goal this time is obviously we're going to get ahead of the curve that's the yep. goal but we are taking our time in normal mode because of the gear that's going to come out we're hoping to get a good amount of people with like some socketed gear and things like that before we move on
0: awesome awesome but enjoying I- I- the raid yeah I think that's the only thing that I'm uh, you know, sad about that I'm not experiencing right now um, that's the raid um, but you know overall not really missing any of the other stuff so you know it's, it's not enough to, to keep me around
1: got it got it mm. other than that uh, one quick thing on the MMO front uh, for those that are still into it Star Wars The Old Republic the newest expansion was announced um, I forgot what it was called it was called something about uh
0: what is it? Uh, Sith. Who cares what it's called? When is it out?
1: <laughs> um, it'll be out, I think they said December-ish. Oh, uh, nice. Because this is the 10-year anniversary for Tour. Holy shit. Um, yeah. So, it will be this year. that the, It's called Legacy of the Sith. And it is doing some awesome stuff to bring with it. Mainly being that Um, character creation and character customization. When you are playing it, if you've wanted to be a Jedi that can shoot force lightning, that will become a thing. Uh, You can truly kind of embrace the idea of I rolled a Jedi character who decided to fall to the dark side because you can choose abilities from a dark side class. Um, That kind of is uh, the mirror of your Jedi Hmm. class. And you can choose whichever one that you would like so if you want to be a jedi that wields his powers and slowly goes down that path you can do so if you want to be a trooper that has a sniper rifle you can do that and it's just going to open up a lot of different possibilities for people that want to play different styles awesome yeah
0: yeah i'm looking forward to that
1: i am too i'm almost finished up with the current expansion stuff so good stuff going on there other than yep. that i think that's all i got right now
0: that's all i got as well
1: all right i think that's uh is that the end of the episode are we good it is,
0: it, yeah i think i think right. is. i mean unless you want to just sit here in silence and, and no. look at each other
1: <laughs> um it's that's all right um so that's been the show everybody uh, as we mentioned last time we are now every two weeks so we won't be here next week but we'll be back the week after that Uh, As you can see, it allows us to get a lot more stuff in. Uh, Stuffing? Stuffing. All right, like Thanksgiving in America. Lots of (laughs) stuffing. It's been great being able to play a bunch of different things and actually being able to watch some stuff to bring to the show rather than feeling pressure to get it in within one week. So I really like this new format. Other than that, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for coming for each and every episode if you do. And we will catch you in the next one. You can, blah, blah, blah. in the meantime, if you need to get a hold of us, you can reach out through email two nerdsmaybemore at gmail.com. You can have, you can find us over at Twitter. I can't speak today. Two Nerds Maybe More, or you can check out the website, two more.com where you can find this episode and all of our previous ones. Some of those previous ones, I actually am able to speak properly. But until next time, (laughs) I will see you all. Marty will see you all. Thank you for tuning in.
0: Go find the one episode where Mike can speak properly. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.